can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. This is the Talking Pools podcast, and I am Andrea, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Rudy Stankowitz. Hi, Rudy. So, hey, guess what? Uh, what? We got an email from Ian in Cyprus. Ian Brunston in Cyprus. He sent us out an email, and this is what it says. It says, hey, guys, I just discovered your podcast via a Facebook recommendation, and I listened to the hurricane episode. So you remember that one because you, you took the lead on that yeah. one, correct? Mm-hmm. It's felt, it felt, felt so, like a hurricane today, as a matter of fact. <laughs> the weather has been awful Mm -hmm. for sure he says he's absolutely amazed that people would even think to throw their furniture into the pool or slash their screen enclosures to protect so am i so he goes on to say the thing that really surprised him most was the complex calculation that we use to figure out the weight of the water remember a gallon of water weighs 8.33 pounds so if you multiply the gallons in the pool times 8.33 that would give you the weight of the water ian suggests thank you for the refresher (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. Ian suggests that we go metric. What do you think? Uh, well, that uh, the metric system is based on 10, correct? So, I mean, it sounds correct. easier in theory. It does. But what do you think about getting an entire nation? I mean, we've been trying oh, this yeah. for 100 years, obviously. It came up in the late, late, late 1800s, right? Matter of fact, the United States was one of seven, I think, countries that, that uh, supported this metric effort back in the late 1800s. And we resisted. And we resisted. Oh, no. 1974, Gerald Ford signs it into law, at least as far as um, it voluntary, though, for use throughout the country. Oh, is that why um, we have both? That, I don't know that we have both. Or- we have mostly the math we use and then a little bit of metric. In the swimming pools, it's really just the length of competition pools we deal with right now. They're either 25 or 50 meters long. But then just for the fun of it, they make it, what, 25 yards wide. Hmm. And then they measure the depth by feet. Oh, yeah. Those are all those are those annoying uh, test questions. (laughs) You got to convert. You got to convert everything (laughs) and spend more time converting everything than than getting the actual answer. But this is kind of timely because that's what's going on right now. Right. The swim events in the Olympics. So they're swimming in these Olympic sized um, competition pools that are 50 meters long, 25 yards wide. And then so many feet deep. You have to convert all of those into feet if we're going to do anything with them. Mm -hmm. Whereas I guess Ian would just convert it all into meters. Well, that sounds easy, though. I mean, um, (laughs) I don't know. I, I it's I don't feel like doing math right now, but do you ever? No, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) but the main thing is is ian great thoughts i appreciate you listening and you know what anybody has any tips on anything that can be done easier a hack anything along those lines please reach out share it with us we'll share it with everybody and see where it goes you never know ian may spark the metric revolution in the united states based off of this comment we'll have to go over the calculation later because i am interested in it if it makes it easier but no so you can we'll we'll talk about the calculation and the numbers that he sent us later because that is interesting to me okay cool so 
Another big thing that I've been seeing going on a lot, have you heard of this, this swimply trend that's sweeping the world? I've heard about it, yes. And it's it's interesting to me that you bring it up because I've seen a lot of posts about it uh, from both ends, from professionals trying to take care of the pools that are rented out and then also from the homeowners and their experiences. And that's what it's a home sharing, a pool sharing program, not a home. So it's like an Airbnb for your swimming pool, right? right? Yeah. You rent out your pool for the day to some people. Um, strangers come into your backyard. They use your pool and then they leave. They get to have a pool and you make a little bit of money on a pool that you don't happen to be using that it's, day. Correct? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good idea. I don't I can I can picture like people I know trying it, you know. I don't know, but wouldn't that, the folks, I have a question though, wouldn't that make it a commercial pool or is there like ways to, like loopholes that doesn't make it that? You know what? I I, I can't answer that. Are vacation rental home commercial pools? We no. always say that they're supposed to be, but for the most part, they're not treated that way. And is this any different than a vacation rental home? I guess not. It's always been a big question mark. We believe that that definitely does meet the requirements of a commercial pool. So then would these uh, Airbnb pools do the same. I think so. I was going to say you? you're renting it yeah, out. Yeah, I would say because um like an Airbnb a house that is an Airbnb that has a pool or if you're just using a program or a you know a service like this Swimply that they're just renting your pool instead of the house, that's a lot more people than just somebody renting your house for a year or for two years or, you know, signing a lease, that's just one family going in that pool. If you have your house listed as an Airbnb or on Swimply or any of these others, that's a lot more people than a normal pool would see. But who's training these people to take care of their pools then? Because now the risk is high. And now you have the right? homeowner taking care of a commercial pool, essentially. We have no health officials coming to do any type of inspections on the water. Or on the chemicals. Like they do at a commercial. Yeah, the chemical levels, the filtration system. Ooh, good point. Ew, ew, yucky. So, <laughs> do all, Sorry. Well, do all of these places have, do all of these places then have pool service companies? I mean, probably not. Um, There's probably a... I would say probably not. Good. I mean, based on the amount of posts that I've seen in the homeowner group that we're in, there was a, there was a period where they were posting about it like every couple of days and somebody even actually recommend, like a, there's now a group for people that use that service. Oh, is there yeah. really? On Facebook? Uh -huh. You're talking about, okay. Yeah. So if that's the case, then shouldn't these pools have to meet VGB requirements? Absolutely. Do they have to meet? 100%. Sorry to interrupt okay. you. Okay. Because one of the things that has always it. bothered me it is the VGB um, codes and and the laws can't be enforced in a residential pool because you know it's you can do whatever you want at your own house pretty much. But that would and nobody checks. Huh, yeah. Well, there's that, but you, that doesn't mean that you're not putting people that use your pool at risk if you have missing drain covers or you know, old fittings or whatever else. So do these Swimply people come and inspect these pools first? I don't know. I mean, is anybody checking anything? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm going to go infiltrate that group. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to send you in there like a secret agent, see what you can figure out, come back, sure. bring back to the show and let us know because maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. I don't, I doubt it. I wouldn't think so, but what do I know? Maybe they are out there and they inspect and there's this rigorous process that you have to go through in order to list your pool on Swimply. Or can you just list any old puddle of mud you got in the backyard? You should ask my mom to sign up her pool for you as a as a 
covert spy yeah to see what happens i mean i would do it but i don't have a pool so it'd be pretty sus <laughs> well here here's my thing yeah right here's my th my thing where well, you can get one of those little plastic oh, yeah. ones, right they sell at pet smart or something like you know, that technically that a slip and slide has a pool at the end <laughs> there you go technically so you can get one of those yeah so here's my thing though i'm just thinking about it right and, and i get it opportunity people want to make money you got a pool, you're not using it rent it out yeah as long as you're following all the rules and guidelines i mean for folks that are taking care of these pools service companies that are taking care of these pools they should be charging as if it was a commercial pool yes don't you think yep. now you actually got me a little bit curious so if any of our listeners are taking care of any of these pools that are rented out through Swimply, like an Airbnb or any other company that does that, are you charging them as if it was a commercial pool? I mean, are you making multiple visits a week or is it just still the one visit a week like we would do a residential pool? I think there should be several visits a week. It should be if it's going to be a commercial pool, it's a commercial pool. We need to treat it as such. We need to take care of it as such. We need to charge the customer as such. I do think that. So, but the thing that just keeps pounding in the front of my head is that there's going to be all these strange people in my backyard making noise and it's going to aggravate the piss out of me <laughs> not if they're paying you I, even if it, they couldn't possibly pay me enough for me to have to sit in my house and listen to that going on in my backyard just right outside the some door some people don't aren't bothered by that and that's why they have, it seems like a lot of people are signing up for it. Well, I don't know. It's not my thing. I get it. You know what? I'm not <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, my mom was talking about renting out part of her because she has a, a section of her house that's like s sort of separate from the other section. And so she was talking about renting out that part as Airbnb. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I mean, you do you, but that I don't want anybody in my house ever. <laughs> not even my friends. Ever. No. Yes. Mi casa es mi casa. Exactly. This is, I don't want to walk around with pants on, like just, nope. <laughs> All right. That was a little bit more than we needed to know, but we appreciate the heads up. So if you're going to go to Andrea's, call ahead of time. Oh, yeah. Make sure she go. knows you're on the way. Give her a few minutes. One minute, please. Just a minute. You sorry, mother. I said it would be just one minute. Now what the f*** do you want? Hello, mister. We are here to use the pool. So, on that note, <laughs> speaking of commercial pools, uh, you take care of quite a few. What do you got going on out there? I have been having problems getting to my pools early enough okay. so that people don't um, ask me questions and are in the pool while I'm trying to vacuum and trying to dose chemicals and trying to do my actual job. So... In order to avoid as much of that shenanigans, we'll call it as possible. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. I love it. Yeah. So I decided okay. to, uh, I got tired of everybody bitching. We'll just say I got tired of listening to bitching and complaining about everything I do. So I decided to 
get started, <laughs> get started and be done before anybody comes in, which is what I did. That's the goal that, with commercial pools that, you know, I did a lot of student housing facilities. Yes. And it was always my goal to be as many places before the 9 a.m. as I possibly could. It wasn't always possible. I had a lot of pools and ultimately I would end up showing up at a site, having people in the pool and having them throw them out of the water. Mm -hmm. And they get super pissed off oh my goodness. When you tell them to get out of the water. Yeah, I had this lady the other day, or not the other day, but last week or something like that. So this one pool, I cannot, I it's 2.30 by the time I get there after everything else, after all my other stops, right? So it's just miserable for me. So I was able to switch it around and I got there at like 11.30 one time, uh, last week, I said. And she wasn't even in the pool yet. Like I, there wasn't even anybody there. And the lady comes into the pool enclosure area and I was as nice as could be. I was just like, Hey, you know, in about 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes. Cause I was still like doing something with the spa. And I'm like, I gave her time and everything. I'm like, I'm going to be vacuuming the pool. I didn't even tell her she had to leave the area. I was just like, I'm going to close the pool down so I can vacuum. Oh, she got so mad. She started not like yelling at me to where she was raising her voice, but she was like, oh, that's not right. This is ridiculous. You should let us know when you're coming to close the pool. And I'm like, I, you know, I had just gotten there. I'd only been there for like 10 or 15 minutes. So I was like, I didn't even know I was going to have to close the pool, you know? So it's like, you get mad if I don't vacuum because you're in the pool. You get mad if I close the pool so I can vacuum. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get there at 430 and see how everybody likes that. <laughs> I used to start, I did the same thing. I would start super early and I would get to my most well-lit pools first. The pool that had the light on in the pool and then also the well-lit deck. I would start there and slowly make my way towards the least lit pool mm -hmm. and hopefully hit that one by about sunrise so I could see what I was doing. But yeah, you're right. I would have to throw people out of the pool and you use the word shenanigans. I like the word Tom. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. I'll so, accept it. The Tom, all of the Tom going on. But yeah, people get super pissed. They'd go to the leasing offices. They'd complain, all kinds of things. Ultimately, I just used to tell people, hey, look, I closed the pool for 30 minutes. That's option number one. Option number two is the health official comes, does a surprise visit, closes your pool, and it's closed for four days or through an entire weekend. Mm -hmm. Pick which one you want. Yeah. And then that really didn't stop much anything. They just kept bitching and walked away. <laughs> oh, good. But... That's not just me then. Oh, good. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you can't, you can't be everywhere before they open. Yeah. I mean, so you have to, you have to, when you're taking care of commercial pools, like you're doing, right. And I know you do this mm -hmm. but for anybody that's listening that does this, or for anybody that's listening, that just swims in commercial pools. I mean, you have to have the chutzpah to toss people's asses out. You got to tell them, look, you have to get out of the water. And if you're not a strong enough person to actually tell people they got to get out of the water, you shouldn't be servicing commercial pools because it, it's going to happen. It was something that was difficult for me at first. And then I'm just the kind like, I mean, I don't know. My thing is I came up with this analogy today because so I got, I, I finished before I had to kick anybody out. Fortunately, I actually, I'm going to do one tomorrow in the morning because it was 10 o'clock and I knew people were going to be there. So I'm just going to get there at seven tomorrow. But I, would you walk through someone's kitchen while they were mopping a floor? Like, no. So why are you in my pool while I'm trying to vacuum? Like, please get out. And people, 
I'd lock the gates, right, when I was inside cleaning just so people didn't wander in. But I've had people just jump, clear the fence, and then jump into the pool oh while I was cleaning it. Oh, my goodness. So this, this, the sounds in the background you hear is Andrea. Cutting my chicken. Cutting her chicken. Yeah. She's cutting chicken I'm going to take a bite while so, he's telling you about his pools. But, yeah, I made a TikTok the other day. There were, <laughs> there were two old dudes swimming laps in the lanes, like, literally as I'm trying to, like, I was netting and trying to avoid hitting them. You see, here's the thing. I wouldn't put a pole in the water. I wouldn't dip the test block in the water. I would not <laughs> I put know. anything in the pool if there are people in it. You get out or I leave. And if I do leave, that doesn't mean I'm not charging the customer. See, I have the HOA people telling me to go ahead and clean around the people that the people in the pool won't mind if I you clean the pool with them in it. But the liability is insane. You can't clean around. Here, here's a, Let me tell you this. So years and years ago, well, obviously, you know, it's been a few years since I owned my service company and I'm here up in central Florida and a lot of the... the and this is, I'm taking a complete right turn or left turn, whatever you want to call it. So a lot of the homes that I took care of backed up onto Payne's Prairie. We've mentioned that before, which is really just a huge swamp. You've yeah, been there. I've been there. It's really nice there. It is. I, I like it. It's great. They've got a lot of wild animals. It's super cool. So, but a lot of these homes backed up onto the swamp. So it wasn't uncommon to find alligators in pools. So I had this one tech and she's actually in our group now because she has her own service company. But I had this one tech. I was just going to say, I have never seen an alligator in a pool, but that's one of the, that's one of my goals as a pool tech to find an alligator. In a that's pool. your goal yes. to find a gator. So she calls me from this customer's house and she says, listen, Rudy, I just wanted to let you know, I am not able to clean all of Mrs. So-and-so's pool today. And I was like, well, okay, well, what's going on? And, and, you know, I trusted her and everything was fine. It wasn't a question of me questioning her. I just needed to have a conversation with the customer and explain why her pool didn't get clean. So I asked her what was going on and I said, because I have to tell the customer. And she goes, oh, no, 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 no. The customer's right here with me. They're, they, they know about it all. And I said, well, just out of curiosity, what's happening? And she says, well, there's a six-foot gator in the pool. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I said, there's a gator. I said, there's a gator in the pool. So you mean you weren't able to do anything, right? And she goes, no, well, I have a date tonight. And I was afraid you were going to make me come back to the pool after the gator left. <laughs> so I just vacuumed around it. Oh, my God, she did. She did. Sure enough. So, oh my God, you're my water hero, sample from the other side are. of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She, it was a hammerhead and she vacuumed around the gator with the hammerhead. So that's what your story just reminded me of about vacuuming and cleaning around the people. But here's the thing. Think of the liability. I mean, first of all, that vacuum you have has a prop in it, a propeller that spins around really, really fast. It does. Right. Yep. Chemicals could be added. And then, of course, anything that happens to those people in the pool, whether you caused it or not, they're going to say you did it. They're going to yeah. say, yeah. So they're going to or, or so, what if like somebody's swimming by and their hair gets sucked up in my vacuum or, you know, what if my <laughs> <laughs> what if my cord what if my cord breaks and I and I got exposed wires it's in not, the pool? <laughs> you know, it, it's not funny because well, here's the thing. It's not funny because hair entrapment is actually the. Um, biggest concern. It's the most common cause of entrapment in swimming pools. Mm -hmm. People's hair gets sucked into the main drain and it actually gets tied around the grate. So their head actually gets tied to the bottom of the pool or to a vacuum, a suction outlet, something along those lines. So that's not why I was laughing. I was laughing because <laughs> I could just picture you lifting up the vacuum as somebody <laughs> went by to suck them in. 
and then saying, oh, no, it was an accident um, just because you were mad that they were swimming it, in the pool. Yeah, see why I told and you guys not vac- to swim while I'm vacuuming. I told you. Because <laughs> that vacuum would have to be six feet off the floor of the pool to actually be near somebody's hair that was swimming laps. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it? Well, yeah. and Yeah. So you, I so you did this on purpose. <laughs> you thought. Yeah, of course you do. You've thought this out. It's planned. It's premeditated. You are going to suck up someone's hair into that riptide. Scary stuff. You're actually <laughs> you're disturbing me just a little bit today. Well, I mean, I do know how to handle a dead body in a pool. So for legal reasons, we talked about that the I other am joking. Week. <laughs> for legal reasons, I am joking. <laughs> so anyway. All right. So don't don't do that. No, I'm not going to. Well, what you're going to have to do is, like I said, when they won't get out of the pool, and I know the HOA is telling you that you have to clean around them, what you should do is go to the HOA, whoever's in charge, and demand they, look, you either go close the pool so I can clean it, or I'm going to leave, and I'm not coming back today. And that's just the way it needs to be. Nobody can be in the pool when I do this. Of course, you work for somebody. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you have to follow their rules. But as far as I'm concerned... I would be pissed if one of my techs put a pole in the water if there were people swimming in it. Well, I certainly won't do it. That's my thought process, but, you know, whatever. I, I'll just get there at 4.30 in the morning every day and be done by 11.30 like I was today. So You can go with that. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe now I'll All have right. a life outside of cleaning pools. Jesus. <laughs> well, you got home, what, at 11.30 today? That's, uh, that's killer insane. Well, I was Close. technically done... Even though, like I said earlier, I saved one for, so technically I wasn't done done, but I mean, all the trouble that I've been having lately, I, like I said, I knew there were going to be people in, so I just decided to go get there before, you know, nine, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, I got, I decided to be done today at 1130, but then I went and filled up more chlorine so I could be ready in the morning without having to go fill up at, I go to Horner, so... I don't blame you. I, yeah. I would want them filled up the night before, too, mm-hmm. even though I'd hate to make the stop while it's happening. Yeah, I like it so much better than having to do it in the morning. It was so here, definitely wanna... a struggle to switch. Sorry to interrupt you. It was a, it was a struggle because I went from filling up in the morning and, the, and then it was like, oh, and I had to fill up twice in one day a couple of times. But now that I'm doing it in the afternoon, it is so much better. I bet. I bet for sure. My name is Rudy. And my name is Andrea. And we're out of here. Bye. Thank you. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 